Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. Today is Saturday, May 22nd, 2021, and we are opening the NBA playoffs. My favorite weekend of the year. We have four terrific games to, uh, today and four great games tomorrow. So we have been waiting for this for a long time. Very excited to, to break this down for you. I'm uh, going to just preview everything, go through a few uh, thoughts here, and uh, hopefully help uh, our listeners build some winning lineups. Uh, it is going to be great, though. It's you know it's always a little bit tougher when you just have the one game like we've been dealing with this week with uh, the play-in tournament. Uh, definitely not uh, as, as really strategic in building and doing some things uh, with your lineup when you have multiple games. So, you know, the other fun factor to this, too, is we actually have multiple games that all really matter. Um, there's not going to be, you know, 15 guys playing and everybody splitting minutes. I mean, it's it's playoffs. So everybody's going to get a full run and go after it. And uh, this is the best time of the year. And I think the best time to take advantage uh, of of winning. And we've been extremely successful here at DFS Coach Talk uh, during the NBA playoffs. And uh, we're expecting this this year to be uh, the best of all. So we're, we're ready to attack it. Um, again, uh, we'll have four games throughout the day. And we're going to provide a main slate uh, lineup, which is all four games. Uh, the first one is at 2 o'clock Eastern and all the way until 1030 Eastern for the last game. So it is a full day of NBA basketball, and we're going to be all over it here. Um, we'd love to have you join us at DFS Coach Talk, too. Just uh, jump on DFSCoachTalk.com, and you can see uh, all of our memberships there, including a three-day pass for $10 if you just want to try us out uh, for these opening days of the NBA playoffs. All right, let's dive right in to game number one. <clears throat> it is uh, the two o'clock game, and it is Miami versus Milwaukee. The uh, Bucks are favored by four and a half, and it's a two twenty-seven over/under. Which uh, there's uh, a two twenty-nine, a two twenty-seven and a half, and a two twenty-seven. So we have three almost identical over/unders. Uh, the only one that's lower on the card is two eighteen and a half for Dallas Clippers. So something to keep in mind uh, there. It's not like we have a 240 game mixed in here or a 207 game. So uh, that evens that out uh, slightly. As far as uh, injuries go in this game, uh, Teague is probable for Milwaukee, but he's not you know, probable probably to get much min um, many minutes for sure. And uh, Antikonumpo is out for Milwaukee. No, I'm, it's not Giannis. It's his brother, Th Thanos, or whatever his name is, the, the hustle guy that comes in. It's not Giannis, though. So uh, hopefully uh, none of our listeners think that uh, Giannis is out. But uh, his, his brother is. He is not going to be available for this game. Pace, interesting here. Completely two diverse opposites. 29th for Miami, so second to lowest, and the second fastest in Milwaukee. So definitely 
Uh, you know, Miami will certainly try to slow it down. Spolster will get them playing half-court offense as much as they possibly can. Milwaukee's going to try to get out, transition, uh, use their defense uh, to uh, quicken the offensive side. So that'll be uh, a battle uh, throughout the, that in this entire series. As far as defensive efficiency, both solid 7th for Miami and 10th for Milwaukee. So they can both get after it on that side. As far as offensive efficiency, uh, Miami has has just labored around the middle of the pack all year. A lot of that's been because they've had uh, a ton of guys missing. Butler's missed a lot of games. Um, You know, so they're sitting sitting at 17th. Milwaukee, on the other hand, has been a little bit more consistent, had to deal with a little bit less injuries, and they're sixth. So that is certainly something to keep in mind. Uh, here as well. Um, Miami finished the season at, at 40 and 32, Milwaukee at 46 and 26. And the probable lineups in this uh, first game is are Nunn, Robinson, Butler, Ariza, and Bam. And then for Milwaukee, the same group, Holiday, DiVincenzo, Middleton, Giannis, and Lopez. So this this really is an interesting game. I think this should be a great series. I think it uh, it can go either way. I think Miami certainly um, is going to give them all that they can handle. Miami's the defending Eastern Conference champion as well. So not uh, a layup, if you will, of a game or a series uh, for Milwaukee. Um, as far as who we're going to focus on here, I mean, you know, the buy-ups are going to be plenty here in this in these uh, with these eight teams. I mean, we've got along with Giannis, we have Luca in here, we have Paul George and Kawhi, we have Harden, Irving, and Durant, uh, Tatum, Lillard, uh, and uh, the Joker. So we've got just an absolute boatload of super high-priced guys that we have to choose from. So the first question in this game, obviously, is Giannis, you know, a a direction that we want to go. For me, I'm not going to go there for the simple fact that I really do believe Miami will try to slow it down as much as possible. And I think, you know, between Ariza and Adebayo, uh, I think that that they'll least try to keep Giannis within reasonable uh, checks. So. Um, not not going to uh, put all my chips in on game one. Um, there are some guys here that are coming in pretty hot. Um, you know, Kendrick Nunn's been playing well, um, but he may get uh, Drew Holiday uh, defense, which is not pleasant. And then you've got the matchup with Jimmy Butler and Chris Middleton, which should be a fantastic matchup. Um, you know, Butler definitely a shutdown guy. So not not real high uh, on Middleton uh, in this one. And then, you know, as far as the bigs go, I think Bam's athleticism could be a difficulty for Brooke to guard. In fact, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Giannis on Bam uh, some of this game uh, also. Um, as as far as the first game of the day, I it's it's my least favorite of the four, believe it or not. I just think that, you know, there's going to be a lot of feeling out of the two teams here in the first game. You've got, you know, a lot at stake, obviously, for both sides. But I think Miami's really going to try to slow it down, defend, make it a half-court game. 
And I think it may be a little bit lower scoring the 227 number uh, that that's out there. Um, you know, there's a few guys you can look at uh, possibly that should get big minutes. Trevor Reese's a pretty good value. Um, and then on the Milwaukee side, you know, if you want to look at going really value, you've got DiVincenzo, but I think Drew Holiday is a great play here. Uh, he's played well coming into the playoffs here. Uh, I think the combination of point guards between Nunn, Hero, Dragic, those guys that will be in there, none of them are great defenders. So the one spot that that has been uh, a little bit suspect for Miami uh, are point guards going against them. So uh, Holiday's my, my favorite guy out of this game. And then possibly look at uh, a little bit of value as well. All right. Game two. It is at 430 Eastern. It is the Dallas Mavericks and the L.A. Clippers. And a little cheer from Dirk as we're getting ready for the playoffs here in Dallas. Um, It is the Clippers by five and a half. And again, the lowest uh, over under on the board, uh, 218 and a half. And I want to thank our presenting sponsor betus.com.pa for these up-to-date odds as well. All right, as far as injuries go, uh, we've got Redick out for Dallas. Uh, Kleba is uh, back. He's probable. I've read he's going to play, so he should be the first big off the bench uh, for the Mavs. For the Clippers, it's just coffee. He is questionable and he's questionable to even get in for a cup of coffee, really. So, bad joke. Anyway, he's not worried about him. So, the Clippers are healthy, uh, which is not great for the Mavericks, but uh, it should make for a great series. Everybody's picking the Clippers. I love the fact that uh, Mavs are rallying around being a a fairly big underdog here, and uh, they've played the Clippers well this year. So, I think it's going to be a better series than a lot of people uh, expect, for sure. As far as pace goes, here's the issue, 25th and 28th. So these two teams are not, you know, get up and and boogie here where there's not going to be a lot of pushing the ball. You're going to have a lot of situations where uh, George and Kawhi, you know, are in ISOs. Same thing with Dallas, with Luka and um, Porzingis. So, you know, both teams, I'm sure, have defensive schemes they're going to set up, uh, you know, to defend the other. I expect uh, Paul George to probably start on Luka. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll see as far as Kawhi goes or what the lineup is going to be for sure for the Clippers. They have uh, gone with a few different lineups uh, throughout uh, this uh, second half. Um, As far as defensive efficiency, Dallas is 17th. Clippers are 8th. So a definite advantage there uh, for the Clippers. And then... uh, you know, the one thing, though, even though the pace is really poor in this series, you've got the ninth most efficient offense in Dallas and the second most efficient offense in the Clippers. So, you know, they will take advantage of their possessions. They will have uh, probably more success than a lot of teams do, uh, even though the pace and the amount of possessions will be less. Uh, it will even out a little bit because of the, the strong efficiency there. So as far as this series goes, I, you know, in this first game, uh, certainly it's an important first game to set the tone. Uh, you know, it's a rematch of last year. 
Uh, the Mavericks did not have a couple of their key guys for that series uh, in the bubble last uh, fall with uh, Brunson and KP being out. So I think that will help. Uh, you know, Clippers won the series, but it was tight. Uh, and, you know, I expect this one, you know, could be very similar. Um, as far as the starters uh, for the 42 and, and 30 Mavericks, uh, it looks like it's going to be Luca, Hardaway, Finney Smith, Porzingis, and Powell. For the 47 and 25 Clippers, Pat Bev, Paul George, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, and Zubats. So a uh, couple of things here. We know uh, we've targeted bigs against Dallas. You know, I think Zubats gets a good run, and I think he's a good play. He's a good value as well. So he's high on my board for this game. Um, and as far as the Mavericks go, you know, the, the pay-ups, where are we going to take them? What are we going to look at? I'm not going to go to Luka tomorrow right off the bat. I think with some of these other big names coming up, think I'd rather, uh, you know, spend there. And then also, you know, the value isn't going to be as big and what we got used to in the second half of the season when so many guys were playing, so many were sitting. So you'd get a value play in there that would make everything work. You know, we're not going to have that luxury here. And you don't want to go to bench guys that are going to get, you know, 15 minutes or it's going to knock you right out. So you got to be pickier and it's definitely tougher with the salaries. So I'm not going to go directly uh, with Luca. Now, on the Clippers side, um, you know, you're going to probably see Finney Smith uh, guarding um, Kawhi. So, I, you know, I respect Finney Smith's defense. I think that will be, um, you know, a decent enough matchup. Where the problem comes in is with Paul George. I, you know, since Hardaway has beaten out Josh Richardson for the starting spot, Richardson was sort of the go-to perimeter defender for the Mavericks, um, and Hardaway is way more efficient offensively, but not on defense. So Paul George, uh, you know, I don't consider as a huge pay-up. He's not as expensive as those top, you know, four or five guys, but he's the guy that I'm targeting here. So the, the Clippers side, uh, initially, I'm going with George and Zubats. I'm not afraid to have a couple of guys in there from that side of the ball, even though this, uh, you know, over-under is a little bit lower. On the Dallas side, uh, not, you know, I'm a Mavs fan, but I'm a DFS uh, professional, and, and I don't like the Mavs in this matchup right now. I do think they can hang in there, but I think it's going to be a team effort. Uh, Luca's price is high. He's going to be defended pretty well. Hardaway's been shooting the ball well, uh, and Finney Smith, you know, has been knocking down threes. Um, you know, Porzingis is the wild card. He's expensive, and, you know, he's been known in, in clutch games to lay an egg on occasion and sometimes step up. Uh, so, you know, it's I don't feel comfortable spending that kind of salary there. And then it's going to, you know, the Dallas bench is going to be in there a lot too. With Powell, there'll be Cauley Stein, Brunson, as I mentioned, Richardson, so, you know, for me, I'm, I'm looking more uh, for a couple of key clippers here and then move on. Sorry, Dirk, didn't mean to upset you. All right, uh, before we get to the last two, very quickly, we do have a, a special right now that is uh, really our best deal of the season in honor of the NBA playoffs starting. 
and it uh, starts today. Uh, our the offer is uh, it's a two month membership uh, with Coach Talk, and it goes all the way until the end of the NBA playoffs, which are July twenty second. So it's it's two months for one hundred and eleven dollars. And when you join Coach Talk, remember you get everything that we we put out there. You don't just get the NBA playoffs, even though this is the NBA playoffs special package. You get all of our baseball, which we absolutely smashed tonight, by the way. We hit like seven home runs. MLB's been hot. You get that. You get all of our PGA golf, which are also very excited going into this weekend uh, with the PGA, uh, you know, one of the majors uh, being played, and we're right in the thick of it there. So you get everything that we offer right now. It's basketball, baseball, and uh, golf. And then uh, same thing if you end up extending and football is included with that. We focus very strongly on those four major sports. Uh, we feel that we put some of the best content and lineups out there in the industry. And uh, with your membership, again, you get all of our content, our Discord, which we have the best members uh, out there without question. And, uh, you know, you get, you get all of that uh, and it's perfect time to jump in. If you want to, like I say, you know, dip your toes in the water for the three-day pass, you're welcome to do that. Uh, and then you can always, uh, you know, buy up to the NBA package uh, with hopefully the strong success that we have this weekend. Um, last thing is you go to DFSCoachTalk.com for that offer, and you can check everything out right there. Also, if you're going to be betting a lot on the playoffs, go to BetUS.com.pa. Sign up for the first time there uh, with the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space. Deposit up to $149, and with that, you will get uh, the $149 to play at BetUS, and you get a free two-month membership at Coach Talk. So it's a, it's a great deal if you're going to be uh, betting on the, the NBA playoffs anyway. Uh, you get that two-month uh, free membership with us here at Coach Talk. Uh, if you have any questions, you can check us out uh, on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. I am at J O E S A R V A D I. Uh, my playing partner here, Mr. Andrew Hansen, is at Language Olympic. All right, let's get into these last two games. Um, and it's the evening uh, games. We have an eight o'clock Eastern Boston versus Brooklyn. Should be a very exciting game. Slightly highest uh, over-under on the board at 229. And we have Brooklyn as the biggest favorite on, on the day at minus 8. Um, so that should be very interesting. Uh, only two guys to mention. They're both probable. Uh, Robert Williams for Boston and Landry Shamit for the Nets. They're both expected to play. So it's full gear here. We finally get to see playoff basketball with, with the three studs, Harden, Irving, and Durant, to see how they're going to step up. And they're going against, obviously, a wounded Boston team uh, with no Jalen Brown and, you know, a couple other dings here and there. So it should be interesting. The question is, can Boston keep it close? Uh, they are 36-36. and 36. And uh, with a probable lineup of Walker, Smart, Fournier, Tatum, and Williams, Brooklyn came in at 48 and 24, uh, which is pretty impressive. Considered the three big studs only played eight games together uh, in the regular season: uh, Harden, Irving, Brown, Durant, and Griffin. Blake Griffin at center, 
amazing. Uh, that is the probable lineup. Uh, the question is, you know, again, we'll probably see some DeAndre Jordan, maybe some Claxton, uh, Jeff Green. They're, they've just got a big mixture at the bigs uh, and not sure, you know, which one of them is really going to work out for them. So we'll see if that's something that's, uh, that can, uh, Boston can, can tackle. As far as uh, pace, Boston's 20th, Brooklyn 11th. So, you know, a little bit of tug of war there, but pretty, pretty average. Same thing with the defensive efficiency. Uh, Boston's 15th, right in the middle of the pack. Brooklyn 21st, not good. They're not a good defensive team, but they did improve a little bit uh, as the season went on. And I think that's why they're starting Bruce Brown as well, to really try to fortify uh, some of that defense. As far as, as, far as offensive efficiency, uh, Boston is 11th, which is solid. Again, some of that was built up with Jalen Brown as part of that lineup. And Brooklyn finished number one uh, most efficient offense in the league. lot to handle for Boston. I'm very interested to see uh, where this one is going to go. Um, you know, I think a guy that's going to be highly owned, and he deserves to be, is Jason Tatum. Um, let's just face it. He's playing great. If he's a little chalky, he's a little chalky. I like him as well. I mean, you know, I had stayed very strong with if Brown or Tatum are out, play the other guy. And Tatum has been phenomenal since Brown went down. Um, and you know, Brooklyn, I don't think they're going to have really a stopper form and they play at such a pace with such a, an additional amount of possessions I think Tatum, you know, if he doesn't have a phenomenal game, uh, they're going to get smashed. So uh, I think he's safer money for one of the payups. And again, you know, I focus uh, most of my play on cash games and single entry. So, you know, as far as those go, I think Tatum's just really necessary here. And and really his floor is probably higher than most, uh, you know, and his ceiling is certainly as high as, as uh, any of these guys because of really the, the fact that he's got to take over so much of the usage offensively. Uh, the only other guy you could consider would be Kemba Walker. He has been scoring very well, and he has picked it up uh, since Brown went down. The two biggest bumps on the team have been Walker and Tatum. So Walker's in play. His price is not where I was hoping it would be. But, you know, those are the two guys I think you can look at. Um, don't trust Robert Williams just because he's been so dinged up and his minutes have been limited and you can't afford any min minutes limits with any of your guys. Um, other than that, that's, that's really the, the Boston side uh, for me. On, on Brooklyn's side, what's the, you know, where do you go? Harden, Irving, Durant, do you load up with two of them? Uh, do you choose which one you think is going to get it done uh, or do you do you pass on all of them um, because they're going to share the ball and, you know, any of them could go off or any of them could just have an average game. Here's the thing. Let Where's the defense? What are the matchups going to be? And Boston, this is a nightmare for them because I'm not sure. Smart is their best defender. Are you going to put them on Harden or Irving? I mean, you know, if Whichever one you put him on, it's going to be okay. You know, he'll be able to hold his own. But the other guy's going to go bonkers. I mean, Kemba Walker or Evan Fournier to guard them, 
that is not going to work. Uh, so, you know, the, the two guys that I'm looking at really are Harden and Irving as opposed to Durant. I think Durant, you know, obviously, in my opinion, probably the best player on the floor in this series. But he does get Tatum defense more than likely. And they're going to really be shadowing him uh, as much as they can inside. Now, again, you know, Brooklyn isn't, it's going to be so impossible for anybody to guard him with these three megastars. But um, for me, it's hard and Irving that I'm considering right now. Uh, and I think, you know, Kemba's going to get exposed with that and some of their guys off the bench as well. So, uh, you know, I'm looking more at that direction and then with Tatum on the other side. So I do want to have some correlation. Very likely will be Tatum Harden or Tatum Irving uh, for me in this game. Secondary guys, there is a just massive load of off-the-bench guys that split minutes. Nobody really jumps out to me off the bench uh, for either team. Uh, and I don't think it's, it's, uh, there are a lot of safe plays uh, with those guys, um, you know, if you're playing cash games or single entry. All right, fourth game and final game. Uh, very interesting one as well. It's the Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets. This is a 10:30 Eastern game. Denver's only favored by one, which is very interesting. It was a pick'em uh, earlier today, so I thought that was a lot of respect for Portland and a little disrespect for Denver. So that's interesting. The 227 and a half over under, solid number. And uh, you've got uh, a couple of st uh, guys here that are out for Denver with Barton and Dozier still remaining out, which Barton definitely hurts them. And then Rivers is questionable. He's the only questionable guy that it's meaningful for us to know what's going on because uh, he's a probable starter for them. So that is news that you're going to want to follow with us throughout the day tomorrow in Discord. I'm sure we'll get that information as the day uh, progresses. And, you know, if we have some plays from this game, uh, you know, we will, if we look to go with Rivers, which isn't a you know, guarantee by any stretch, uh, we would create some pivots uh, so that when that news comes through, we can do a late swap. But, uh, you know, that's the one question mark that still remains on the slate. Um, other than that, uh, Portland doesn't show anybody uh, in their list. We know Zach Collins never made it back for the year, but, uh, but that's it. They're ready to go. So the probable lineup for the Portland Trailblazers, uh, 42 and 30, are Lillard, McCollum, Powell, Covington, and Nurkic. And then for Denver, 47 and 25, it's Compazzo, possibly Rivers, Porter, Gordon, and the Joker. So let's look at a couple of stat comparisons here. Here's the one thing uh, that's interesting is you've got not great pace. 19th for Portland, 26th, 26th for Denver. So, you know, fairly slow pace. Definitely look to set it up, run plays. Uh, so that's not conducive to those additional uh, possessions that we would like. But here's the other thing. Uh, the combination of the defense in this game is the worst of the four games, which, you know, again, there, there goes, you know, some reason why this 227.5 number is pretty high. You've got Portland is the second worst defensive efficient team in the league, and here they are in the playoffs, which is a tough feat. 
Uh, Denver's 14th, right in the middle of the pack. Uh, they haven't been uh, explosive defensively. They really haven't. They have had some flat games, uh, you know, where they've given up decent amount of points. So, you know, those those two aspects, the defensive efficiency ratings for both of these teams, you know, does entice you to play them. And then with this category, offensive efficiency, fifth and seventh Portland and Denver, uh, respectively. So they're solid def- uh, on offense. We know, you know, Lillard McCollum are extremely explosive. We know Nurkic and, and Canner uh, coming in for him uh, can score a lot inside. Norman Powell's been a really good, uh, you know, inclusion to that lineup for Portland. And then for Denver, you know, not having Jamal Murray, you know, we didn't even mention him because he's out, but uh, not having him has been very tough uh, blow for them. And then Barton's out. So, you know, when you have to go with Capazzo and Rivers as your starting backcourt in the playoffs, that, you know, again, that's part of the reason that this spread is is basically a pick them because, uh, you know, they got they got to make up for it. But they do have the guys that can. Uh, Porter Jr. is a star. He's playing great. And then, of course, you have the MVP, uh, the Joker. Uh, and that, that big question is, you know, can Nurkic, who was the, the understudy to the Joker in Denver, you know, how, can he control him? And then we know Canner's not a good defender. So the Joker really is in a great spot here. And if Denver's going to win this game, or the series, it's going to have to be MVP Joker that shows up and dominates because, uh, you know, I don't know. Lillard McCollum backcourt compared to Composo and Rivers might be just a little bit tilted one way there. So there's a lot that needs to be made up uh, from that side. So as far as, uh, you know, plays that I'm looking at here in this game, you know, I'm tempted to look at the Joker. I don't know, you know, if I'm going to be able to afford them, if I do uh, tank on on playing any of the stars from Brooklyn, then I could go there. Um, but you know his usage, it's it's sort of like the Tatum situation here. He's got to do it. I mean, he's got to score, he's got to rebound, he's got to do all his stuff. And you know, it's there's not a lot of sharing going on. Porter's going to get his, but that's about it. So. Uh, you know, that puts the Joker high on my priority list. Um, and, you know, I'll see what I can do salary wise to fit that. Um, if not, Porter's the secondary choice, uh, the obvious choice for me uh, for Denver. And then, you know, not going to go with Gordon. He's been very uh, up and down, mostly down since he's gone there. You know, statistically, you just really can't trust him. You know, he's a guy that could break the slate. Uh, there's no doubt. He's got the ability to to do that, but uh, I don't. I just don't think that that's going to happen, especially with Covington defense. Covington's a really good defender. I think that he'll he'll check Gordon. So, um, you know, on the the Portland side, unfortunately, I you know I'm not going to have enough salary for Lillard, Lillard or McCullum. Uh, I'd prefer Lillard uh, for sure. I think you know he steps up in big games and and certainly. Uh, in the playoffs, you know, he's going to he's going to look to blow it out. So Lillard would be my choice from the Portland side. I don't think I'll be able to afford him salary wise, though. Um, there are a few uh, guys you can look at for value here. Um, I think 
you know, you, I, I don't trust the Composite Rivers backcourt because you are going to get Morris and a lot of rotation of some guys sort of just trying to fill the gaps there. But I think on the Portland side, you can get Powell at a decent enough price that, you know, he may be able to slide in there and make a lineup. Covington is another uh, guy that, you know, really can do well for his salary. And then, you know, Nurkic or Canner, both of them are in play. Obviously, Canner's much cheaper, um, but I don't think they're bad plays either. So, you know, the key is going to be trying to find value here. And I've mentioned, you know, one or two guys on each team, but it's not the standouts like, okay, here we go. We got a $3,200 guy that's going to play 35 minutes or 30 minutes. He's automatic value guy. We don't have any of that. It's the playoffs. This is the real deal. And, you know, you've got to try to balance out the salary here and not have to reach too deep. Because if you do try to play a Monte Morris or, you know, uh, name anybody that's coming off the bench that could get 15 minutes and 10 fantasy points, you know, it, it sinks you. So finding that balance is key. I do think there are guys throughout the slate that you can go to to help even it out. But, you know, it's going to be hard building. I'll just warn you. I mean, I've I've been working on a lineup all day and, you know, trying to fit in somewhere where I can get Tatum and the Joker and Drew Holiday and some of these other guys in there and then, you know, filter it with some secondary guys that are still, I expect, to do very well, you know, like the Kembas, et cetera, and Porter's. And then find those few values. And like I've mentioned here before, I mean, you're going to have to roster a DiVincenzo or, um, you know, a Hardaway or somebody of that nature. You know, maybe, you know, there'll be some people that go Bruce Brown, a Covington, you know, a Cantor. Those guys are all guys that, you know, will be key to making these lineups because you can't fade all the studs here. Uh, it's just, you, I mean, you can't catch up to that many points. Even if you try a medium build build, um, and it doesn't have any of those big studs we talked about, it, it's still a tough chore. So I love it. Is This is what I play DFS for, uh, these type of slates where you really have to work at it. You got to look at every matchup. And we'll be talking about that all day tomorrow in Discord. We'll be sharing that with our members. We have a meeting, a weekly meeting with our members, 11 a.m. Eastern uh, for the members that are listening in. Um, and we'll talk about a lot of this stuff, strategy, builds, you know, what we're looking to do, who we're looking to fade. And uh, all of that will come into play without question. So we'd love to have you join us. Um, we will, uh, you know, taking new members all weekend. So jump in and you can, we'll get you in Discord real quickly and you can catch up on all the information that we're sharing uh, with our members. So I think that is it. That is uh, the the big uh, four games for, for this Saturday. I will be back again tomorrow uh, to go over the other four games uh, for the Sunday slate. It'll be pretty much identical uh, to today. So I'll, I'll be getting that out earlier like I did with this one so that uh, we have a chance to listen to it because you know, it, it's tougher for everyone when we have these 2, 2 p.m. Eastern starts as opposed to the evening one. So hopefully you have time to check it out. I wanted it to be thorough, but yet keep it brief enough 
that everybody has a chance to listen. So really do appreciate all of you. Thank you for, for listening in and uh, hope this helps. Uh, check us out again. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, please take a second, hit the thumbs up, the subscribe button, and the little alert button in the top that lets you know when our podcast posts, because we will have a lot of these podcasts like this one. It's going to post like at 1.30 a.m., uh, stuff like that. So for those that are up or work a third shift or whatever, uh, if you hit that that little alarm alert button, you'll know what our podcast posts. So uh, again, we really appreciate those thumbs ups and subscribes. And also we have uh, contests going on. Uh, check out our, our Twitter feed uh, at DFS Coach Talk, uh, you know, in, in honor of the playoffs. So keep an eye on those as well. All right. Thank you very much and have a wonderful playoff day on Saturday. And we'll be back with you tomorrow when we look to crush it again in NBA DFS.